after these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. It's a podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about TV commercials, the best ones and the worst ones, and the ones where people say weird things like this. They hear it, they see it, they feel it, and they bite it. And they bite it. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Has. We are your co-hosts today and always. And Genevieve, um, first of all, hello. Hello. Uh, you have a new favorite TV channel. Actually, you have two new favorite TV channels, and they are heavily influencing today's it's podcast. It's true. Uh, they are called. Uh, well, so we have we have a new cable set set up since we moved to Seattle, and that means all new TV channels to get used to. Um, and the two that are I'm really excited about these days are called Grit mm-hmm. and Movies! Exclamation <laughs> point. Now, Movies may be an over-the-air channel. We see it on, on cable, but I see a little thing that says Bellingham on the bottom of it from time to time. Yeah, I at this point in TV history, I don't really understand the difference anymore between digital and over-the-air. Mm-hmm. But anyway, suffice to say, these are channels that really cater to... Uh, I would say probably a slightly older and probably more suburban crowd than maybe your FXs or your AMCs or, you know, your your sort of marquee television. Mm-hmm. They play a lot of old movies, which I love. Uh, and not just classic, although they do play classic movies, uh, but they play a lot of like sort of schlocky 80s movies, mm-hmm. things like Especially that. Especially Grit. Grit is kind of, it's kind of like Spike TV. If people remember the old Spike TV, which may or may not still be around, this seems along the same line. It's kind of like cheap, older movies that are kind of of aim mostly towards men, right? Right. Uh, although, I'm not saying no to a racer with Arnold Schwarzenegger, no, which is not. what got me hooked on yes. it. Anyway. We had a great weekend. This is, that's beside the point. Uh, they're, they're doing a lot of advertising that really is aimed at um, the suburban, uh, the suburbanite, and I am loving it. And you're calling this show Homo Suburbanus. Well, I guess I am now. <laughs> we're locked in. We're locked in. All right, we're going to talk about that. Also, Genevieve, I made a new quiz for you. Uh-oh. I've quizzed you once on the show or twice. Uh, I think just the once. And, and it was like the insanely hard, unanswerable quiz. Well, that's not what I called it. But um, <laughs> the idea behind that one was, I believe, I found a bunch of old vintage commercials, mostly from the 50s and 60s, and played a little clip of it that didn't have any kind of specific um, giveaways as to for as to what the product was. Um, and that one was a little bit tough. I have a variation on that theme today. It's a segment that I'm calling Let's Get Chippy. That might be a hint. I'm I'm very excited about that. And of course... The Ad Council, we're going to check in with you guys. Um, Genevieve, at the end of last week's show, you did a, forgive me, pathetic plea in kind of a a crybaby voice asking people to call our listener line number. Did it work? Yeah, obviously. When you cry, everyone gives you what you want. I'm glad we got voicemails, but I'm kind of sad that's how we got Thanks, everybody. Thank you for proving me right, because we got a... ton of them. I'll put you in your place with this quiz coming up first, though. Let's get into homo suburbanus. Stop. Put down that paintbrush and stop throwing things out because they're faded. What if I told you you could have a factory finish in minutes without ever painting? Hi, Bo Riles here for Rust-Oleum Recolor by Wipe New, the award-winning coating that's easier than paint. It wipes on its Okay, Genevieve, tell us about Rust-Oleum Recolor by Wipe New. Just just trips off, just dances off the tongue. Yeah, Rust- 
<laughs> Rustoleum recolor by Wipe New. How does this fit into your thesis? Apparently, there is a real epidemic uh, in the world of plastic things becoming faded and dull by the sun or time. Um, and this is a product, and I've seen variations on this product before, and it's it's always it's one of those products that's sort of these commercials are sort of like mini infomercials. They're not quite the twenty minute infomercial, but they tend to run between two and four minutes, so they're they're a good long time for you to really get the use case down. And this Rust-Oleum recolor by Wipe New, which I'm just going to call <laughs> Wipe New, uh, is a it's a like a, a a solution that you put on a pad and then you rub it on plastic things, and it uh, you know supposedly completely gives it the new it's new bright color like it's brand new and also creates a coating on it that is sort of impenetrable oh Uh, it's a solution all right (laughs) yes it's a solution to all your household problems including that old mailbox that somebody is here's my here's my favorite part of this commercial yes there's a woman i think that this is how the commercial opens there's a woman and she's taking her mailbox it's like your classic mailbox that would sit atop a pole at the end of the street a black plastic mailbox which is like bigger than you would think and she's just like taking the whole i mean it's in pretty good shape it's just Maybe at one point it was black, and now it's like a slightly lighter shade of black. And she's just taking the whole thing, and she's putting it into a garbage can, which, you know, my hang-up is kind of like, well, who's going to take out the garbage now? Like, that's taking up the entire garbage can. Can't you just, like, put the whole... I guess that's the problem with... This is a new thing. Of course, how do you throw away a mailbox? Do you put it out at the end of the street? They'll just keep putting mail in it. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's some good '80s comedy material there. <laughs> I'm uh, on it. That, did Stephen write write that joke for you? <laughs> uh, the fact that I used four thousand words to get it out, I'm going to say no. That's not Stephen Wright material. No, it's hilarious. It's it's uh, yes. Yeah, she's they the the commercial opens with a sort of like you know the black and white. I don't think it's actually in black and white, but it's the classic infomercial black and white. Like, oh no, this problem is terrible. Like they show a guy like pouring paint on a on a door that he's trying to repaint. Oh yeah. And they then she's throwing out her mailbox because I guess it's too faded to to display anymore. Mm-hmm. Again, well, it's not, an embarrassment to the whole neighborhood. Yeah, I mean everyone's talking about Susan's mailbox. Yeah. Um so it it's just this hilarious like made up problem of suburbia. Um, but I got to give them credit. They really get you. They, they, they show this, these, this solution wiping onto all of these plastic mm-hmm. things and, and, and other things with paint, basically anything that has paint on it, or it has a plastic finish. Mm-hmm. So it's, but it's your, your lawnmower or your, your, uh, you know, the fender of your car or any, any sort of, or your plastic Adirondack chair. It gives it this brand new, shiny, uh, waterproof finish. The one thing that I, I will say about the lawnmower is they show the guy uh, wiping off the lawnmower, and he's, like, going down even down the part, like, where the um, the actual, like, the blades are, sort of, like, the, the casing for the blades. And I'm watching it, and I think to myself for a second, yeah, but who's going to do that to their lawnmower? And then I thought, oh, I would. Yeah. If I had, if I, if it was, like, a Saturday afternoon, and I was in a garage, and I saw a can of this stuff, and then, I, and then my eyes wandered over, and I saw my little riding mower, I'd be like, let's just try it out a little bit. It looks fun. Well, see, that's how they get you. It does look fun. It looks like it would be so satisfying to use this stuff. And quick caveat, they're very careful to always show the people doing it with wearing gloves, and they, the product comes oh, yeah, with gloves. That. that ship must be so toxic. <laughs> Your theory is that it must both like have a thinner in it or a stripper that takes off one tiny, tiny layer of that plastic or whatever you're wiping, but then also maybe a wax or, or 
or a, a coating at the it same time. It is some unholy alchemy <laughs> that is, yes, I think it's taking a, a layer of the actual material off and then putting some kind of like sealant on Do it. Do not look directly at Rust-Oleum Recolor by Wipe New. Yeah, honestly, like it should come with dark glasses <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, one of those helmets that the, like the blowtorch guys. Oh, right. Like a welding helmet? A welding helmet. Thank um, you. The blowtorch the blo- guys. As, or as I call them, the <laughs> oh, blowtorch no, guys. I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh... Look, I didn't grow up in a machine shop like you did. <laughs> I grew up above a machine <laughs> shop. <laughs> I want to move on to another commercial that we saw a lot this weekend while we were watching movies. By and the way, did we, did we explain that movies has an exclamation point on I the end so. of it? Or does everybody just think we're insane? No, I think I said it. Okay. Um... Uh, there was a commercial that was airing, and I don't know the actual name of the product, but it was some sort of a light that basically goes on the inside of your toilet. And you can choose what color. It could be like red or blue or green. And it's a soft, glowy light, not unlike, say, running lights underneath the underneath a, a cool hot rod car or whatever. It's funny to me that you started with red because... Yeah, so the premise of this commercial, and we should play it. The great thing about these commercials is the audio does all the work. Yeah. But the this commercial is for, uh, like, you go into your bathroom and it's blinding light. You're woken up. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's the guy. You see this guy kind of stumbling, and again, black and white. He kind of stumbles in the bathroom. And he's all tired. But then he flips on the lights. Which and it's is like, like an oh, operating God, room in there. Yes, it's yes. It's so bright. And it, it, there's even a line. Now, here's the bummer. I couldn't find the exact commercial that they were running on Spike or on, uh, on uh, what or, is it? New, on Grit. New, Nouveau Spike. Um but I did find a, a bunch of products like this online. I couldn't find that one where the guy is blinded by the light. My favorite line in that one, though, is, uh, oh, now you're awake. <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, were you asleep? Like, what was going on before? I mean, I kind of get it. You're kind of, you'd stumble in the bathroom half awake. But uh, it's kind of funny, a funny way to put it. Okay, here's one that I found called Bowl Bright. And this is a light-up toilet seat. It's not the same commercial we saw. as you, You'll be able to tell, Genevieve, it, it works a little differently. Going to the bathroom in the middle of the night can really trip you up. Ladies hate when he goes with the seat down. He leaves the light off, but misses, makes a mess, and that could ruin everyone's night. What you need is Bowl Bright, the nightlight for your toilet bowl, so you're in control. Just enough light without having to turn on the dreaded wake-up light. Bowl Bright is battery-operated. It's any toilet bowl. No tools needed. Simply adhere to the back of the lid stays right where you put it no matter how many times you open and close the lid Fulbright provides perfect light. see this one is this way one's... more down market because it sticks to the lid yeah this one's the... not nearly as satisfying as the other one which makes your toilet appear as if it has like um some sort of cauldron light up cauldron inside yes. of it and when they show the red one it really looks like you walk into your bathroom and the devil is like possessing right, your toilet exactly. it reminds me of that scene from look who's talking now the classic uh, third, no, no, it's, is it Look Who's Talking Now? or No, it's Look Who's Talking 2 that we just watched recently, the uh, the sequel to Look Who's Talking, right? Isn't there a scene where the little boy is scared of the toilet oh, and the toilet becomes like this yes. scary demon creature? That's I had forgotten that, but yes, yeah, right. It's so funny. It's an unforgettable, timeless movie. There's another product similar I found today. Again, not the one we saw this weekend, but this, you know what? Forget about lights, Genevieve. Who has time to change batteries? Why not just have a glow-in-the-dark toilet seat? Do you wake up the whole house when you go to the bathroom at no, night? No, no one does. Not anymore. Introducing glow-in-the-dark toilet seats from Night Glow. Go from this to this, all without turning the lights on. Night Glow seats are for kids, the elderly, the bad aimers. 
When they say the bad aimers and you hear that little ding, there's a little a little kid who looks right at the camera and does a finger gun wink. <laughs> it's so great. This is a good commercial, isn't it? So is there an epidemic of nighttime waking up in suburbia from toil- from having to go to the bathroom? Well, here's the other thing about these um, stations we've been watching, the shows we were watching on it. Because, like, a lot of these we saw during an airing of, what is it, Your Pale... Uh, what was the old oh, Frank Sinatra? Oh, My, Sin- my pal, uh, pal Joey. Pal Joey, which is an old Frank Sinatra film that we looked up. It was like from 1957 or something like that, right? Yeah, it's so- with um, uh, Frank Sinatra, um, Kim Novak, and Rita Hayworth. And so I think, like, the audience is... Also, that's why I kind of I was surprised, even though I love the name Homo Suburbanus, I'm kind of surprised that that's the theme that you hung all of these on. To me, it it seemed like more of an elderly thing. But I guess not. I guess that's not wiping off of the no. Chairs. Did you not yeah. hear him? It's for great for kids. No, it's, it's great, great for bad for aimers. Well, it's also great for the elderly. This is mostly. What for do they the- all have in common? Suburbs. <laughs> that is true. They all live in the suburbs. You think Rustoleum? You think Rustoleum? No, that's a good point. Wipe, wipe away is. I mean, I looked yeah, around this apartment. I could not find anything plastic to use it on. Really? That's the only if reason you we don't found have it. One would you have bought it? I am sort of susceptible to this idea of like uh, sort of project driven um, activities, and I and I love. Uh, I, I have bought my share over the years of infomercial junk. I got you the great Gator Grip. The Gator I, Grip, yeah, the great first example. Gifts I got you. And and I when I see some of these like solutions for problems that I don't have, I do go problem hunting a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the the people who have these problems, and I use that term advisedly, are suburbanites. These are these are. No, really- you're you're definitely right. I'm looking at the rest on your list here. Um, there's one other that I, I kind of question whether it's suburbanite, but actually, you've really convinced me. Seeing all of these together, I like always this, do. Here's the, here's another one. This is right on point for you. That leaky roof will cost you thousands in repairs. Hi, Phil Swift here. Everyone knows Flex Seal is the easy way to coat, seal, and stop leaks fast. And when you want to use the strength of Flex Seal on surfaces that are light, you're going to love new Flex Seal Bright. The same incredible sealing power as the original. This light coating holds back water. So if you have a roof that's leaky, as he said, or let's say you have some cracks in your driveway that water is getting into and then freezing and then causing even more buckles in your driveway, Flex Seal is the product for you. You might have seen this commercial before. This is the one that if you have seen it, you cannot forget this. He takes a boat, he cuts out the bottom of the boat, he installs a screen door. As you know, a screen door in the bottom of a boat, why, that's just not going to work. It's as funny as a screen door on a submarine. That's right. Then he takes Flex Seal and he coats the entire screen. Suddenly the boat works again. Now, it would have been easier probably just not to cut a hole in the bottom of the boat in the first place, but I take his point. Yeah. Flex Seal is pretty amazing. These commercials for Flex Seal are so enticing. It makes you want to yeah. have a reason to use them. But you, you don't because you don't live in a big house or have a boat or have a truck. That well, you, we don't. Yeah, but we, yeah, we don't. But, but, but people who live in the suburbs do. It's all the uses that he's showing for them are right. these very like homeowner-centric ideas. So that's what, really what I mean is like it's, it's about sort of this, this homeowning uh, life where you have the room for boats and a garage and gutters and all kind and and a bird you know like a bird bath. Mm-hmm. I do love the scene where he's standing on like a big concrete dam 
and holds up the the flex seal as if to imply yeah. that somehow <laughs> flex seal is holding back, right. you know, like a river's worth of water. Right. I feel like you may have stretched the truth on that one. Well, but yeah, you know, well, like not. it's all these things that like you and I have no access to. These are projects we can't do because we lack the the sort of situation to do them mm-hmm. in. And also even the room to keep these products. Right. Let alone, forget about us having a boat. We can't even keep Flex Seal anywhere with the amount of space we have exactly. in this place. This is something, though, that I would like to have because we live in an apartment building uh, or like a house that has some apartments in it. And uh, the, the, whoever like is hired by our landlord to come take care of the, the lawn and the gardens once every couple of weeks – they use these two hoses that are on either side of our house that nobody has ever invested in a nozzle for them. So they just come, they turn on the hose. The, also, those hoses are just in horrific shape. And they're shape. in a horrible shape and they just run the entire time they're here. They just like prop it up somewhere and the water pours in from California, it. California, you'd be arrested for That's that. That's right. And then when they leave at the end of their shift, they always just leave the hoses strewn across the yard for us, the tenants, to pick up. This is the life I live, people. Yeah. It's a hard, these are the struggles. It's a hard knock life. It's a hard knock life. Anyway, that's why I need one of these. Tired of tugging and lugging your hose? Yeah. It's heavy. It tangles, as everyone knows. You need the DAP X-Hose, the incredible expanding hose. Watch this. Turn the water on, and the X-Hose automatically expands up to three times its length. Turn the water off, and as the water drains, the X-Hose automatically contracts back in just seconds. Amazing. Ordinary 50 I think that would be amazing. So I don't think it works like that. I don't, I don't think that the water is going to leave it. I mean, have you ever tried to drain a water... No dirty jokes. We've ever tried to drain the water out of a hose before. Like, no, I'm sure none of this stuff works as advertised. Um, although X hose totally, uh, totally seduces me. It's pretty cool. I love watching. Don't be it fill too surprised up. if there's an X hose in your stocking this year. <laughs> oh, dirty talk. Um, <laughs> now this is the one where I was going to say I don't know if this fits here. <laughs> no, it totally does. I don't know, but I mean, this one does. Because of the context of the other ones, this could also fit into a show all about, I don't know, the outdoorsman or the manly man, sort of. Yeah, I thought about, I, I first started thinking about this topic in terms of like commercials that are aimed at men. And I think a lot of these are, but I also think that um, in, in a way it's, it's talking about, it, it's, it's, it's looking at life through the lens of a middle-aged to older suburban homeowner and I think, you know, sort of demographically, there are going to be a lot of men in that. And, mm-hmm. and sort of, uh, you know, like home repair uh, aficionados or enthusiasts, let's say. Now, in our family, that's me. So I'm not saying, you know, mm-hmm. God knows I'm not saying that's like a, a there's a, a prescribed gender role for, for home repair projects. But I think just statistically, they are sort of, you know, it's going to be more men of, of, a, of the sort of boomer generation. So here's a scenario, though. You're a man. Yeah, in your, in your big suburban home, right? I've used you have my, your boat. I've used You've my just, flex seal. I sealed up my gutters. That's right, and then you sealed up the cracks in your boat. Bingo. It's not a new boat. You're not a rich man. No, it was you know it was your brother's boat. He got in some trouble. You bought it off yeah. him. You know you're not a hero, but whatever. You want to take that out. As a matter of fact, you and your brother are going to take that thing out on uh, the lake, uh, try to catch a few fish. But the problem is all your lures, like they're just not working. And and maybe the problem is they just sit there. You, don't you hate it when you have a fishing and you throw it out in the water and it just sits there, just dangles there, doesn't move on its own. Do I? That's why you need the rechargeable twitching <laughs> lure. Attention fishermen. Now there's a revolutionary lure that experts say catches too many fish. <laughs> Introducing the rechargeable twitching lures. 
the first rechargeable electronic lures with the genetic secret to catching fish. A genetic They're so secret. easy. Charge them like your cell phone. They charge in minutes so you can fish for hours. When it hits the water, it begins to flash, buzz, and twitch. So the big fish think it's an injured bait fish. These twitching lures catch every species of fresh or saltwater fish. The secret is in every the species. These lures catch experts every say it, catch, it catches too many fish. I really want to hear, hey, if you are an ichthyologist out there and you believe that this catches too many fish, I want you to please send us a note. <laughs> well, maybe if, if you're after like these a, messages show if, at Gmail. If you're a conservationist, then yeah, like this thing does catch too many fish, right? I think. All of the twitching lures in the world are not in competition <laughs> with like the dragnet fishing that commercial no, seafood. I'm pretty sure. Do. I'm pretty sure that that is the reason we have overfishing. Experts say it might catch too many fish. So yeah, I think this. Like, it, yes, this isn't a home improvement project, but it's a life improvement project. <laughs> this is all about this vision that uh, these commercials tap into this this sort of inchoate desire on the part of, you know, homo suburbanists to, like, have that perfect life. And if you can get the right gadget and get the right um, sort of home improvement thing, like, everything will be well. I think mm-hmm. there's an element. I mean, maybe I'm maybe, I'm sure I'll get hammered for this in the comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I think there is sort of an, like, there's an element of, of sort of tapping into the psycho, like a very specific psychology. Like I, I grew up in the suburbs, so I feel a little bit entitled to kind of speak to this. But like, there is this idea that if we can just get the, I remember my parents would like get the, you know, they'd go to the uh, nursery every spring and they'd get their particular plants and they'd plant the front yard. It was a big project, and it was like spring cleaning was a big project. And I do think that there is a sort of. To some degree, that's a very human thing, but there's this sort of idea that, like, once you get all of this stuff taken care of and you get it all all put, put together, you'll be secure, you'll be safe, right? Or and happy, like, yeah. And once happy. you come up, once you come over that hill, like, okay, that's it. I'm so close to happiness right now. All I need is a flex hose, and I and I got this life thing figured out. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I'm not trying to cut your um, your segment short, but I, you know I'm super excited about. I know, this and quiz, I, I right? think I've done enough armchair psychologizing and bloviating. So uh, <laughs> let's move on. This is the best thing I have for quiz music for right now. I mentioned at the top of the show that I gave you what um, a lot of people are still calling the the best quiz ever to hit a podcast. Yeah. This was several months ago. Uh, I would play for you a the little silent clip. majority. <laughs> That's right. I played for you little clips of old commercials. Again, I think I mentioned this from the fifties and sixties, and then asked you if you could just tell what type of product it was for. It wasn't even for a brand, but like I just sort of felt like certain commercials had certain sounds to them, or or from the voiceover you could kind of figure out, oh, this guy's talking about cat food. Well, it ended up being a lot harder than I thought, and um, and and uh, you came down hard on me. Other people came down on me this is a similar concept only i've made it more difficult no this time i think i've narrowed it down and they are all they are all vintage commercials again but some of them are newer the um i think the newest one is from 1990 or something like that and uh you can't see my screen anymore right so okay good because i need to open up some tabs here i told you i'm calling the segment let's get chippy because i'm going to tell you what the general products are and you have to guess which specific brand it is and i definitely know all these brands yes so the category is chips snack chips of some sort okay i'm gonna play for you these bits of commercials i've bleeped out 
the actual name of the product. Actually, I didn't bleep it out. I crunched it out, as you'll hear. Because I had beeps in there, but it sounded like people were like selling chips and then swearing all of a sudden. <laughs> that <laughs> is a- one of my favorite uh, sort of gags, when people put put beeps over non-swear words. I felt like it was even more uh, distracting. So um, hopefully this won't be uh, too distracting. Um, the, the crunch sound covers up the name of the product. So you can't see the screen, right? I'm very paranoid about this. No, okay. I, I, this is an ad from 1973. Uh, we see a woman sitting in her kitchen, and then a little man appears on her table and starts introducing her to a product. I have a big surprise for you. What is it? That's for you to discover. Oh, my goodness. Potato chips. I can't believe it. It's true, though. Newfangled potato chips. How do you like them? I've never seen so many perfect-looking chips. Pringles. Beautiful. Yes. Let's keep listening. Stack together. Mmm. I even knew it earlier. They taste as good as they look. We make our the newfangled way to stay fresh and unbroken. See, I think that this quiz is going to be a lot easier because just the description of the chips, like, I, I think you're going to yeah, get it. But you're right. It was <laughs> the stacking <laughs> of the chips in the special container. So here is the... Uh, How do you do it, Mr. Pringle? We make our Pringles the newfangled way to stay fresh and unbroken in a crush-proof canister. That's the uncrunched version. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. This next ad is from the 1990s. This is the most um, recent one. I'm afraid you're going to recognize the spokesperson, but I'm, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, um, he is in a high school, and he's going into a uh, high school detention room to ask kids what they're in for, what they're doing time for. Do you already remember this commercial? Because this is the one that's risky. This would have been in our youth. I don't remember it uh, from that description. Okay. Take a listen. There are those that say these young people have no future. Is there any hope, or are they all truly incorrigible? What are you in for, son? Talking. Talking. <laughs> future con man. And you? Passing notes. <laughs> Potential inside trader. And what's your crime? Eating? Eating? Say, those wouldn't be would they? Yes, sir. The ones with the irresistibly tangy cheese crunch? Yes, sir. <gasps> A future president of the United States, Mr. President. If you don't know that one, I'll eat my hat. Well, is that, is the spokesman uh, one of the Dragnet guys? No. Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I'm actually very happy that you don't recognize his voice. Uh, I can tell the is second. It, is, you- the, is the product uh, Cheetos? The product is not Cheetos. Is it cheese balls? It is not cheese balls. Um, the the remember the, those cheese? No, you wouldn't eat them, but they came in a yeah, can. Yeah, the big. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, well, that that is Jay Leno. Oh, <laughs> what makes you think I listen to Jay Leno? You don't remember the 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 uh, product that Jay Leno was a huge oh, spokesperson for in the yeah, 90s? but it was but it was crunch all you want will make more. Right? Hey, okay. those wouldn't be nacho cheese flavored Doritos brand tortilla chips, would they? Oh, yes, Doritos, sir. yeah. That, but I like I remember the Doritos ad, but not that specific one. Oh, I, I thought for sure you would hear his his voice and you would hear the the talk of cheese and you would get it. Oh. All right, um, I'm I'm proud not to know what Jay Leno sounds like. <laughs> Here's another one. This is good. You you know that means that maybe we're striking the right level here. You're getting some. You're not getting them all. You're happy. I'm happy. This is <laughs> this is how a relationship is supposed to work. Here's another one. This is from. 1980, starring Jonathan Winters. Oh, you didn't okay. recognize Jay Leno's voice. There's no way you're going to recognize him. I don't think he was a regular spokesperson for this product. Um, let me set the scene for you, if I may. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Winters is uh, a scout leader, clearly at a scout camp, and um, he's sitting on a rock. You can see some tents in the background. Um, he's talking to the camera. At some point, you'll hear a little, a little uh, scout come up to him. I'm the big cheese around here. Look at these badges. I got this one for making a necklace out of garlic. 
course, after that, I was alone for weeks. Out here, I bring along the big cheese. They're made with real cheese. Delicious. Mr. Fenton, oh. can we climb the mountain now? How about some... Oh, boy! I got this one for thinking fast. What makes you think that I would be able to get the product from that ad if I've never heard it before? Well, it's described... I mean, how many chips do you... All of these are very major brands. How many cheese-flavored chips are there? Like a thousand. Okay, okay. it's not Doritos, because we already did that one. Well, that leaves Cheez-Its or Cheetos. It's Cheetos, yeah. I wouldn't... Cheez-Its is a cracker. Okay, well, I think These are chips. (laughs) Excuse me. I'd, maybe I didn't make that clear. These are all these are all some sort of snack chip, not a not a cracker. <laughs> no, you're right. I was way off. Well, would you expect like wheat thins to be in here? Well, they're like a crunchy thing that you would eat. They're a snack. You think so? You would put you would put crackers and chips in the same category? I, I mean, uh, they're adjacent. Yeah, but I, I, if it was just snacks, I would say snacks. These are chips. I don't think I anybody's calling could... cheese it a, a a chip. I really wish you could hear yourself. Like the level your the pedantry that you're applying to the definition of a chip is high. Well, I mean the fact that I mean I I had two cheese chips in here. One was Jay Leno. That should have been the immediate like. Of course, like Jay Leno, you couldn't get him off your TV in the '90s selling Doritos. But okay, that's good. I'm glad you can get it. But like, clearly, I'm not going to go back to the Doritos well twice. Like, seemed kind of obvious to me. It seemed like it would be too easy that it'd be Cheetos, and you got it. So congratulations. I don't know what we're fighting about. <laughs> okay, let's. Let, there's how many more are there? We have two more. All Take right. a listen to this one. This is an ad. Oh God. Oh, man. You know what? (laughs) Those were the easy ones. Oh, God. (laughs) You hate taking quizzes. I, by the way, have given a lot of quizzes in my day. They were very popular on some uh, radio stations. Hey, hey, listener who wrote in and told Andrew uh, what for, because you do pub (laughs) quizzes, right back in. No, I I refuse to listen to that guy. Okay. Um, Yeah, so, oh, by the way, congratulations. You got it. Out here, I bring along the big cheese. Cheeto snacks. They're made with real cheese. Delicious. Mr. Fenton, can we climb the mountain now? How about some Cheetos? Oh, boy. Cheetos. I think you're missing. Like, when I when I saw you roll your eyes, I didn't realize you were rolling your eyes at me. I thought you were, like, saying, like, God, we really do. It's like the, the message of this ad is like, all right, <laughs> you're on this camp. You're a counselor. And the kids want to actually go do activities. And... It's time for them to do activities, but you don't really want to, so you start shoving chips in that their is a, face. That is a narrative that I think would be problematic <laughs> in a modern context. Like now, they, I, there's a beer ad that I I like. It's for um, I think it's for Michelob Ultra, which is one of those low calorie beers, and they make a huge point of like, "You biked a thousand miles today. You deserve one low calorie beer." <laughs> it's like, okay, well. That's not really how beer drinking works, but yeah. but I appreciate the thought. No, I was actually um, talking to my therapist, and he told me that it's always good to reward yourself with alcohol. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's a healthy relationship you have a relationship you have with alcohol. Andrew, I said thanks, imaginary therapist. Okay, here's another ad for you. This is from 1980, and you're not going to get it. Okay. okay, this is a restaurant. But I've definitely heard of this chip. Yes, these are all. It's a chip. It's not a cracker. It's not a cracker jack. It's not a peanut. <laughs> it's not peanut brittle 
<laughs> These are all chips, okay? Well, is it an ice cream sandwich? It's not an... Oh, wait. Actually, yeah. <laughs> no. So, by the way, I don't think it, this is irrelevant, but... I'm you, just going to guess a famous chip. It's... it's. Don't, don't, don't ruin it. I worked... I spent literally hours on this it's finding Ruffles. the right ads. Ruffles have ridges. Be quiet. <laughs> this is actor... Do you know who Fernando Escondin was? He was... No. This ad is from 1980. So, and apparently he was kind of in some TV shows and stuff. Um, he's, a, 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 I think, a Mexican-born American actor at the time. Um, and he also did apparently actually own a couple of restaurants. And so in this, he is um, standing there talking to the camera, but his, I guess, like somebody playing his head chef is standing right over his shoulder. Okay. And um, the chef is cranky about his boss's choice of chips for the restaurant. And this is the, um, this is the restaurant tour we hear talking. It is not easy for Pedro to accept the fact that my favorite Mexican snack does not come from Mexico. Mexico. Brand. Mexico. They have an authentic tortilla taste. Mexico. In traditional flavor or nacho cheese, they are so thin and crispy, mm. they even sound delicious. Now, just, what clues did we get from well, there? I know what it's kind a, of chip I know is it? it's a tortilla chip, but I can't think of who makes who's famous for making tortilla chips. Yeah, actually, maybe that one. I It, it jumped right to my mind. Want me to play the answer? Yeah. Believe me, Pedro. These are tostitos. Oh, tostitos. Yeah. It's the only tostitos one that I could brand. think no, of, actually. No, you're right. I just, I, my mind was blank. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to give you a hard time about that. Uh, I thought that that was one of the tougher ones. And um, here is the last one. Um, the ad is from 1979. Um, it is a dumbass commercial. And this one is, you know, if you don't get this, like there's no shame on, on you or this household. Um, here is the scenario. There is a, uh, a, a teenage couple and they're on a date, right? And of course, the, the fella is behind the wheel. Uh, in the back seat is the guy's little brother being kind of annoying why did the little brother come on the date maybe the parents made him one of those old tropes um and what happens here i'm going to just try to set this up as much as possible the 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 fella's date is disappointed in the chips that he brought along but the good news is he brought so he brought his little brother and chips on a date yeah I think they're in she, a drive did i say they're to drive in they're to drive oh, okay. in so that's right maybe if i didn't say that that's why he's behind the wheel she's in the passenger seat but in the back seat is is the little boy the little boy brought uh, a better type of potato chip that um i guess that's what we're selling here kiddo just you and me and your brother and chips that are flat. But that's all they had. Oh, but ruffles. they're still flat. Try my For a lot of people, there's only one potato that's chip. That's not flat. Now that's a chip. Because brand potato chips taste better than other regularly made chips. You got a lot better taste than my brother's other girlfriend. Other uh -oh. girlfriend? Uh-oh. You're absolutely right. It is Ruffles. Do you have any idea how hard it was to find a commercial that doesn't have uh, Ruffles have ridges? I know, because it's a fantastic tagline. Um, that, I love Ruffles. That's my big takeaway from doing uh, this quiz today, actually, is I feel like chips, especially these um, Frito-Lay, like almost all of these came out of Frito-Lay. Like yeah. any of these kind of classic, like now, yes, we have so many more selections of chips but like the iconic brands like I'm, i wasn't gonna put like pop chips in here or whatever you know what i mean they were all right. kind of like iconic brands first of all frito-lay owns all of yes. the iconic brands and including secondly, lays and fritos right and secondly they 
have created these um, the, these catchphrases that have lasted and stuck with them for decades. That's fantastic. And it's really good. Like, uh, I had a Lay's potato chip one that I ended up scratching it. The audio wasn't that good. But, like, they all say, bet you can't eat just one or no one can just eat one or something along the lines of that. Been doing that for almost half a century yeah. now um ruffles have ridges going Eat all you want back. we'll make more yes exactly so um hey anyway. you want to hear a dirty joke mm, you can cut it out sure um why is your mama like a potato chip how why because she, she's free to lay <laughs> put that as a tag <laughs> nope i'm leaving it right there everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind We're just zipping right along here today, but uh, we have some... uh Emails, I assume, but also some uh, V-mails, some yes, voicemails. Yes, my, my pathetic whining worked, as I, it always does. Oh, I wish Thank I could you. isolate that audio for those Thank who heard you. it. Thank you. For those of you who called in because I bitched and moaned and made a sad made sad faces. You you just like whispered it the phone number like this. We got a ton of voicemails. And it worked. Um, why don't we play a couple of them? I mean, we're going to we're going to hold on to a few of them um so we don't overwhelm you, but uh why don't you play this one? We got a lot of listeners who who uh responded to last week's show about fake ads that appear in movies for either uh, well, we we really talked about only fake products, but one thing that some listeners wrote in and and called in about were um Commercials and movies for real products, but are fake commercials, which I think is kind of an interesting uh, distinction, right? Like, mm-hmm. if it's in a movie and it's for a real product, is it a fake commercial? I or like is it that, just actually. a movie? Yeah, that, is yeah. it just a commercial that's, you know, within a movie? Um, but if, why don't you start with this one from listener Chris? Okay. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve. This is Chris from Portland. I just got finished listening to the show about the commercials within movies. And one movie uh, that you didn't touch on was Crazy People with Dudley Moore and Daryl Hannah, which is an entire movie about advertising. But at the end, they have a really uh, funny commercial. And if you guys have not seen that movie, uh, you, think, you think it could be like the patron movie of After These Messages because it's a really funny movie about how uh, a group of people are blatantly honest in advertising and they are called crazy for it. And but then their advertisements become so popular because people are craving this kind of blunt honesty, honesty such as Metamucil. It helps you go to the toilet. If you don't use it, <laughs> you'll get cancer and die. Um, but there's a great commercial that, that fin- that's sort of the climax finishing of the whole movie So with about Sony. Um, so check that out and uh, love the show and put the good work. Bye. Okay, do you ha- do you have a link to it, or I just googled it? I see something here. Crazy people, Sony pitch. Is this what he's talking about? Yeah, I guess so. I I actually don't have a link to it, so maybe maybe this is the. So you haven't seen this yet either. I haven't seen it. I've never seen that movie. Although what I want to do now is have a an ATM movie night where we watch Crazy People. That is not a bad idea. All right, well let me uh, get this queued up. I see that there's a whole bunch of uh, Crazy People. That's what's called crazy people, right? Yeah. There's a whole bunch of scenes from that movie uh, isolated on YouTube. Let's watch this one. It's called Sony Pitch. I see it's a couple of minutes. I don't know if we can play if the it's whole thing. Not but really the ad, but maybe the pitch for it. Let's take a let's take a look. The Japanese, they're short, so their eyes are closer to the electronic components than many other nationalities. All the visuals are Asians like looking at circuit boards. 
far away the Caucasian worker's eyes are from the integrated circuitry. That's why Sony products are better. Sony, because Caucasians are just too damn tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, what else do we have? Yeah, thanks, thanks, Chris. That's great. And I would love to, I'm going to watch that movie now. Yeah, I think we should. Um, all right, we got another. Uh, we got another note about uh, last week's show from uh, listener Noah, who writes about uh, an ad for Nike in the movie What Women Want. And I never saw this, but I I was aware of this movie. Uh, so this is the movie where Mel Gibson uh, and I think Helen Hunt is the lead, is a female lead. Um, Mel Gibson develops, for reasons unknown, I think, the ability to hear women's thoughts. And at first, I think he uses it for evil, but then he learns that women are people. And I mean, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I wish he'd learned that lesson in real life. Yeah. Uh, Noah writes, uh, this actually popped into my head in an earlier episode when you were discussing Adidas and Nike. It's probably the most sticky Nike ad that I've seen. And I love that he used the phrase sticky, meaning, you know, sort of memorable. Uh, And then I remember that it's not, quote, real. Though, unlike the ads in the recent show, it is for a real product. And the ad itself is not setting tone, but a significant plot point. It's either great product placement on Nike's part or very generous free marketing. And I'm going to strongly guess that it was the former. So just to go back here. So this is a fake commercial in the movie What Women Want. And it's for Nike. You have a link here yeah. on YouTube. And it's I think called there's... No Games, Just Sports. Uh, that's right. And I think you get a little bit of setup from the movie. I think Mel Gibson sets up the... I think he's an ad exec and he's uh, like okay. made this ad. Let's take a listen. You don't stand in front of a mirror before a run and wonder what the road will think of your outfit. You don't have to listen to its jokes and pretend they're funny in order to run on it. He's showing a video of a woman just running down by herself down a damp road. The road doesn't notice if you're not wearing lipstick, does not care how old you are. You do not feel uncomfortable because you make more money than the road. And you can call on the road whenever you feel like it, whether it's been a day or even a couple of hours since your last day the only thing the road cares about is that you paid a visit once in a while nike no games just sports and if you get pulled over on the side of that road try to keep your racist rants in check that's right. <laughs> that left. is a pretty good. That's very proto uh, Mad Men right there. It is, and it's a great ad. But I, yeah, it's it's sort. There's a there's an element, and it's probably a lot to do with Mel Gibson as a person that makes me feel like, oh, I'm glad you were able to use your like in, your your enhanced intuition about women to uh, sell them overpriced running shoes. <laughs> But anyway, um, uh, Noah, thank you very much. That's a great, uh, it's a great example. I hadn't seen that, and I do love this whole sort of, um, sort of uh, adjacent category of real products, yeah, fake me ads. Too. I That's think it's really a really interesting, interesting really interesting idea. Um, listener Carrie uh, responded to our coverage or our discussion of the melons tall and fat ad from the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I was a little overly sensitive about that. Probably. <laughs> well, she, I think she agreed, um, but she she raised a, a, an ad that I had actually considered including in last week's episode, and then I think we just sort of uh, had a had a long show sheet, and I didn't include it. But there's a, a great uh, marketing uh, gambit in the movie um, Hairspray, where the main character Tracy Turnblatt. Uh, is 
it becomes the spokeswoman for this. Uh, she's a she's a full figured gal, as I think the, the the copy for this ad says, and so she becomes the spokeswoman for this Pinky's Hefty Hideaway, which is just uh, dresses for larger women, um, and because she's the first person to be on this dance show that's not skinny, she has the the sort of a the first time that this new sponsor could be brought into the show, and it's like a big financial boon for mm. for the show that she's on. So anyway, uh, why don't you go ahead and hit play? Because it's not a it's not a broadcast advertisement in the sense of it's pre taped but it's like that. Uh, you know, she's it's in yeah. the it's a live broadcast in the middle of her show. You're on the air, fatty, fatty, two by four. Can't get through the dressing room door. Hi, Mr. Pinky, owner of the Hefty Hideaway, 3311 Eastern Avenue. Are you big bone? Got a glandular problem, but you still want the glamour? Don't worry about it. The Hefty Hideaway has got it all. This beautiful ensemble, being modeled by our lovely Tracy, is available in sizes 12 to 26. You heard me right. You need a girdle? We got them. Even got large size shoes for that continental clementine look. Whoa, my darling. All the prices you can afford. Big is beautiful. Hefty Hideaway, Eastern Avenue. You come on in today. You'll be awful glad you did. Okay, listen. I know that I took that that um, other one way too seriously from the, the what was the Rodney Dangerfield uh, uh, melancholy fat. Yeah, and it was from the movie. This is much uh, more loving. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it, it, this almost makes me. I, I, I wouldn't say like want to double down. I certainly don't want to open that whole can of worms again. Like I, I think I was probably being a little bit too PC, but there's such a huge difference between, um, Oh, back to school is the name of the movie that the Rodney Dangerfield thing came from. And you watch that. It's just so clear that Rodney Dangerfield was a kind of guy who thought like making fat jokes were funny. Like he would at his sit own back, expense to be fair. Maybe. Yeah. Whereas this, I mean, there's something about John waters doing a commercial for almost the same exact thing, but it ends up being so much more loving and, and, you know, and encouraging people to love their body as opposed to be ashamed of it. Well, Carrie agreed. She wrote, uh, Pinky has a specialty market and isn't treating them as if they are something to be ashamed of, which is completely different from every other store. He knows his audience and went for it. Yeah. And I think that actually speaks to, um, that's almost a proxy for John Waters. Like, mm-hmm. John Waters loves the freaks and the geeks, but he loves them. Yes, I and, he, and, and I love through. him. I do love him. This next email is from listener Ruth, uh, or Ruthie, apologies if I got it wrong. Um, and she writes, uh, I recall the first commercial parody I ever saw, perhaps the first ever made. Uh, it comes at the very beginning of the Doris Day Rock Hudson rom-com, Send Me No Flowers, directed by Norman Jewison. And uh, the plot of this movie is that Rock Hudson mistakenly thinks he's dying, so he tries to matchmake his wife uh, with another man so that she won't be alone when he's gone. And uh, hijinks ensue. And I looked, uh, granted, I did not do an exhaustive search, but I did look for these ads. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a dream sequence uh, the opening has three commercials in a dream sequence. I looked for it. You can find like a trailer for for this movie, and you can find um, little little songs and things from this movie. But I can't find this dream sequence with the ads. So if anyone out there in Ad Council land uh, has access to those uh, commercials, please send them our way. I'm a little confused. What is the product that the commercials? Are I don't for? know. Oh, okay. I don't know, but I would love to see it. There was another one. I hope you don't have this in here um, because I'm just shooting. Um, 
off the cuff here, and I can't remember the listener's <laughs> you mean, name. Do you mean from the hip? I'm shooting off the cuff here. Okay. Uh, You'll have no cuffs left. <laughs> uh, but somebody did post on our Facebook page after these messages show on Facebook that their favorite movie is the movie Brazil, which is one of my favorite movies. And they said that that opens with a TV commercial. And I can't remember. And I did a little bit of poking around and I couldn't find anything just on the YouTube. So I think I might have to just watch that whole movie again. Yeah, that doesn't ring a bell for me. But I have to say, although I love Brazil, it's a tough watch for me. So it's yeah. not one that I will just like veg out to. Right, right, right. Um, so that sounds right. I mean, it's a movie about uh, sort of uh, modern culture run amok. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me, but I can't remember it. So yeah, and if anyone has that that clip, send it. Yeah, because that makes sense too. Because I, I when I was trying to think of the good movies uh, that have commercials yeah, last week, it's oh, dystopic futures. Those directors love using commercials to set the tone. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, our final uh, ad council feedback is actually a voicemail from listener Anthony, and this is not about our last show, but I do think it's um, a helpful uh, voicemail. So why don't you give it a play? Hey guys, this is Anthony in uh, Shalimar, Florida, and I just wanted to call in and leave you guys uh, uh, congratulations on making some great shows. And I also had the thought that you guys might get some more voicemails if you had a jingle, because mm. uh, the number's kind of hard to remember. So I haven't put a lot of time into this. Oh, just like the show. My thought was 607-444. 5597. And that's all I got. Uh, hopefully, someone else does something better. Love the show. Bye. I like it. I almost said before, like, oh, we should give out the number, and we forgot. You so, know, it's elegant in its simplicity. 607 444 5597. Is that how it goes? That's how it goes. All right. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. If anybody else says, well, this is something we do on TBTL. I don't want to just kind of uh, bite my own rhyme here. But if anybody <laughs> else wants to send in their version of a jingle, we could play that as well. 607-444-5597. That's yeah. the number. If you want to leave us a voicemail, do it. And I think we have a few more that maybe we'll be able to play uh, next week. Am I right about that? Or yep, got, are, a, few, got okay, a few more good. voicemails out there. But please keep them coming. We love them. All right. Yeah. And uh, maybe we should remind everybody all the different ways to get a hold of us. First, I'll play this. You can sell anything you can sell anything all right this is the close music this is where we tell you once again 607-444-5597 is the way to leave us a voicemail we have email genevieve we have email it's uh after these messages show at gmail thank you so much for writing in we love getting your emails i wish we could read them all but uh, maybe we should do another uh, all email show and then Ooh, the near I feel future. one of those coming on I feel it coming on um, same thing on Facebook uh, after these messages show at Facebook and I don't I don't know why I feel the need to bury this at the end of this show but you know we did our cheese and G's our much celebrated cheese and G's show uh, a couple of weeks ago that's when we just kind of go over some of our favorite and least favorite ads that are currently running and um, I left one out and I'm not going to say what it is right now but there is a commercial running on TV right now which might be, if not one of my favorite commercials, what I think to be one of the funniest commercials of the past several years. It is so good, and I forgot to put it in that 
gold dang show. So we have to figure out a way. You know the commercial I'm talking oh, I about, do. right? I do. We got to figure out a way to either like we'll bring back cheese and G's. Maybe we'll we'll put it in the Hall of Fame. I don't know, but we'll be talking about that soon. That's right. Something to look forward to. Yes, and also for we'll- once. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Headband, my eyes all droopy. I have gooey foodie, zoobies in my poopy. They all like, well, he's you too proud. I'm like, you would be too if you had the juice now.